Hey everybody, welcome back to week four of OC Sports Talk. Yes, we're still here. We are not canceled. We are still going. The producer is still putting some money into us right now. After she's had to pay off that big wedding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the producer is putting the money into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so for this week, we got quite a bit of news. Uh, a couple COVID tests. Been actually a pretty interesting week. Not deadline-wise, though, but we'll get to that later. Uh, when it comes to the old uh, sports pickums, Marcus, two weeks in a row, got the dub. It's all we need. It's all we want. Uh, surpriser on Evan the Pickin' Chicken. Only getting one and one. He is Heartbreaker. only one and one, I know. Should have changed his pick the second he heard me go for a Thursday night game. Yeah. I'm cursed. Yep. Um, yeah, it was it was definitely a week of football. Um, it's it's kind of nice this time of the year when, I mean, usually there's we're getting to the start of the NBA season, but we'll get into uh, where they're at with that. Uh, going forward but with the COVID year we pretty much have football going on we have a little bit of college football but I, I just have a hard time getting into that this year just because it's only interconference play and it's just going to be so hard to judge how teams are doing and Wisconsin's basically just not playing football this year yeah. because of COVID so we'll have um, to see if uh, Ohio State gets hit with the COVID flu as well and knocks them out you yeah. know say they get knocked out for three straight weeks mm-hmm that Big Ten is pretty much nothing. Yeah, that Wisconsin. The, the twenty-one days is definitely kind of the killer with that too, with the Big Ten's regulations. And I think that's almost like their middle finger to the rest of the um, all of the schools for kind of turning back on them and being like, "Hey, we still want to play here," and you know, bringing in the lawsuits and all that stuff from all of the players. It was like, "Okay, fine, we can play, but if you guys get COVID, twenty-one days, yeah, twenty-one, which know, no one else does that. Nobody else does that. It's fourteen days. Like Trevor Lawrence was out last week and with then, COVID, and then he's gonna be out." this week but he's actually allowed to stand on the sidelines because it's past his 14 days he's not going to play but then he'll be back next week for him and they were luckily able to squeak out that win against boston college but and also because they have uh they started the season on time they can have things where they can move around like this whereas because the big 10 wanted to start late so now they got to try and cram all these games in to as little time as possible they they it's yeah they didn't leave any flexibility for we the talked about games. it the presidents got mad because everybody wanted football back right. so they said fine but you better not mad you better not have any room for error in a year where you, you kind of need some room for you error. need some room for error you need that flexibility in the schedule christ the nfl is probably gonna end up it'll be i'm hoping almost at this point i'm hoping for it i'm hoping that they move the super bowl back to president's day weekend which they've been talking about for years now get that monday after the super bowl off of work let's go <laughs> that would be a blast that would be if you have president's day off if you have president's day off so just i think you and i both get president's day off a little I don't. No, you don't get president's day off for work no i don't oh, that's a bummer i'm not a postal worker <laughs> i step on bugs for a living there you go um yeah so other uh we can jump into last week's games um it was uh, not a good week. Well, we can talk about uh, our teams first because it's our podcast and we can do that. Uh, I'm not happy with the Packers, and I'm going to get into how unhappy I am with them uh, a little bit later on with a new segment. But uh, the Packers lost 22-28 to to the Vikings. Um, Dalvin Cook basically had his way with the Packers' defense and was just running up and down the field without anybody trying to stop him whatsoever. And uh, the results of that were shown in the stat line with him having over 200 yards from scrimmage 164 rushing yards and four touchdowns which is just absolutely ridiculous and everybody in the Green Bay Packer organization especially anybody on the defensive personnel side should be embarrassed with themselves that's all that that's what I'm going to say about it 
I and I'll, I'd say a lot you got to put on is on Gun Koontz for not taking, you know, not doing anything this entire season to try yeah. and help out your defense when it comes to your oh, linebacking yeah. core. Like I said, we'll we'll get into it a little bit later. I have a new segment out. Both uh, myself and Marcus were talking this week. We are we're, we're feeling angsty this week when it comes to certain things. Marcus has something that he's going to be uh, voicing his opinion even, on, and uh, I will be also voicing my opinion on even after later a on and beautiful Dolphins win. I can still find anger in the little things. Yep. It, so it, it's one of those weeks, and uh, it kind of fits the tone of America right now. So why not, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so we just going through. Uh, let's go through. Yeah, uh, Thursday night game. Uh, Falcons Panthers. Falcons ended up winning twenty five. Panthers seventeen. Um, I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't watch much of the game, but uh, from what I did see, I mean the Falcons managed to win a game. They, I don't know. Which I in this. What you're doing right now is I can't, can't I can't understand what the Falcons want to do. So right. go on a go on a tear right now. Right. Go potentially seven and nine and just fuck over your entire season. Or like, what's the game plan here with that? Because you have three teams right now in the NFC mm-hmm. East that are utter trash. that are right. fighting for the top spots, and you were mm-hmm. arguably one of the the shittiest teams in the league. So you might as well just say to hell with it. Go for like I don't understand why the Falcons ownership didn't try and dump some players off during the trade deadline, get some draft capital, try and build through that. You had your you know, you had your Super Bowl run. Tom Brady proved you wrong. Showed that Matty Ice is a choke artist. You've proved this year that multiple times you can choke it out with the best of them. Yep. And the old, it doesn't doesn't matter what the score is at this point. Like no lead is safe if you're the Falcons. The old choke bowl. Uh and you just I don't know, just they're on a tear right now. The red hot Falcons. <laughs> yeah. Winning one game. Um, uh, first game on the Sunday slate, the Bills and Patriots. Bills 24, Patriots 21. Uh, the Bills kind of got past that hurdle that is uh, beating the Patriots. The Bills got lucky that Cam fumbled it in field goal range. That yeah. was a pati- like Their defense did a great job of punching that out. But if I'm a part of the Bills mafia, I'm going to start to get a little bit worried. I'm... I'm almost at this point. I'm concerned with the Patriots. Like, what is going on? Bill Belichick just lost what three games in a row? Four games in a row? Four now. I like, think. Not when's, in a the, row. when's the last time Bill Belichick lost that many games in a row? When's the last time we were going into November and the Patriots had a losing record? I think Bill Belichick put it the best earlier this week, as he said, "We sold out to win three Super Bowls and make it to four. And yeah, I was like, that's fair. "You know what? You know what? Yeah." I'll take that, because uh, yeah. what are you gonna you're gonna be like the Rams and sell out and to utterly get, hurt your franchise to make it to a Super Bowl, yeah. so that way you could be another one on Bill Belichick's notch on his belt. Sure. Um, Titans twenty, Bengals thirty one. Our boy Joey Burrow is looking not our boy, not our he boy. Will, he will never be our boy. No, he can be your boy all you want, but I refuse to accept Joe, Joe Burrow as he's a facade. You don't, you're not you're not you're not buying in yet. Oh, did you did you buy into Baker Mayfield his first year in? I did not. I didn't oh, like Baker okay. Mayfield because that's how I NFL. see with Joe Burrow. Really? I, I think he's going to be a lot better than Baker Mayfield. We'll see. But uh, yeah, the Bengals pulled that one out, upset the Titans. Um, it was funny. Our I don't I didn't even have to look because you ended up winning in picks this week. But uh, our tiebreaker was who was going to have a better stat line: Tannehill or um, Derrick Henry. And I didn't even look to see uh, how. 
they ended up doing in that game. But neither of them did. When you you only put up twenty points against the weak ass Bengals defense. That's true. That's a shame. That is a shame. And hats off to the Bengals for putting up thirty one on that Titans defense. That's not a slouch of a defense, so that's pretty yeah. good. I think that's why they kind of came through and they got Desmond King. Yeah. So that'll be something we'll talk about here in a bit. Uh, Raiders 16, Browns 6. So a uh, real high-scoring affair. And I think, was that played in Vegas or was that in Cleveland? I think it was in Cleveland. Um, the Browns, I, I'm i going to throw the fraud tag on the Browns because the minute they play a good team so far this year, they fold up and basically die and just lay an egg on the field and they'll scrape away with three or six points or something like that. And then when they play, oh, look at that, they played the Bengals, who are a terrible team. They, you know, Baker Mayfield looks great. Their defense looks great. That receiving core looks great. They're able to run the ball up and down. And the minute they play, like the Raiders are, a, I wouldn't say they're a Super Bowl contender, but they're definitely, you know, they're they're definitely in line to snag one of those AFC wildcard spots without a doubt. Um, and the Browns, I, I think, I think the fraud tag is, uh, definitely attached at this point i think it was going their way after they uh, got beat a couple weeks ago and now it's uh officially attached at least in my opinion i don't know how to feel about this team because they have like strokes of genius and where it shows that they be like oh man this team has a lot of potential i think losing obj definitely hurts uh, I've, I've seen some people talk about how I, their bronze are going to be become better after this and I don't really know how you lose a stud receiver and become better uh I don't know with that the Raiders yeah. have kind of proved to be giant killers they're the only people that have knocked off the Chiefs right now yeah the, Ra- the Raiders are definitely a, a decent team and depending on how the playoffs shake out this year I mean chances are there's not going to be fans in the stands so a away team coming in unless they're going to a cold weather place like Pittsburgh or something like that you know Look out for him. I, I would say on the AFC side, definitely. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it depends too. I don't know if they've cleared yet that sixteen-team playoff they were talking about for this year. I believe it is. There's going to be one extra. There's only one bye, and there's going to be three wild card teams now. No, four, because they were talking about going up to sixteen now for this year. Uh, there's one. I there know. One. I just know that there's one extra playoff team. Yeah, that was the I one mean, they had passed division. earlier for the CBA, and now yep. they've been talking for a little bit the last few days about potentially adding. Uh, yeah, 16 I think. Total I think. I think yeah, teams. I think you were actually the one that told me about that. Yeah, they're looking to maybe even add more in case they do have to start canceling games or so, something like that. Which there's a lot of teams that at this I point, imagine it. It'll probably pass because there's a lot of teams on the outside looking yeah. in. Yeah, You'll open, get open up to four teams. That's going to be. Of course, then again, so Jerry Jones, is his season's done, so he'll probably say he doesn't give a shit about it, so therefore right. it probably won't pass. Kraft's probably going to say he doesn't give a shit about yeah. it either because the Patriots aren't going to... At this point, they're not going to make it unless they go on a tear here these like, next couple weeks, which I wouldn't put it past Bill Belichick. It's Bill Belichick, but that team's pretty brutal right now. Um, Colts, 41. Lions, 21. Red Hot Lions. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> uh, Lions are... Uh, I. They're just the Lions. I don't even know what to say about them anymore. They'll come out some weeks and be super competitive with a pretty pretty good team. You know, they'll lose by one score on a last second field goal or something like that. And be like, all right, Lions are for real. You know, they were they were in there. And then the Colts who are on the edge of being a good team, I would say, this year, and they come out and hang forty one on them and just basically embarrass the Lions up and down the field. 
Um, they kept within it for most of the game, and then fourth quarter happened, and yeah, I, I, I just can't explain it. I don't know. The Lions well, are so the, that's just the Lions, man. I, I don't know. We I have a I have a friend who's a Lions fan. And he doesn't even try to explain. He doesn't even try to argue with with us anymore. You know, he just, he'll just always bring up remember the good times of Barry Sanders and Calvin Johnson. Yeah. Remember the great plays that they were able to do, and then I all think, the Super Bowls those two won you. Uh, yeah. Um, what was it Stafford is out now? He's in COVID protocol. I don't think he, you were just telling me now that he didn't test positive for COVID, but he is out. I the, I don't think the tests have something. come back, but he's a high risk, so yeah. there is potential he could come and play Sunday. Right. Um. And he he messaged our group chat that we have going, and he was just like, "Well, losing hurts a lot less when Stafford's not on the field." <laughs> And that, that you know, I, f- I do feel bad for him at this point, but um, Chiefs 35, Jets 9. The Chiefs beat the Jets as everybody expected. Everyone talks about how great the Chiefs' defense is, mm-hmm. still gave up nine points to the Jets. You know That's how many true. points the Miami defense Jets scored on? We're going to get to the Miami defense. That's yeah. the next game here. That's um, Patrick Mahomes looked like himself through some pretty decent numbers out there. I think next week I'll probably bring... I, I don't have them this week. I have a different power rankings this week. But I think next week I might bring back the MVP power rankings and we'll see how things have changed since week one. So that'll be week five of our podcast. Is that week five? Yeah, week five or week... Yeah. Yeah, week five of the podcast. So um, we'll bring back the power rankings and see where uh, Patrick Mahomes sits. Um, spoiler alert, he's definitely gone up a little bit, I would think, because he's been playing the, pretty good lately. To watch the Chiefs play in that game, they were having fun like just just yeah. the goofy I, I shit love, they were doing that. they were just having fun and just yeah. sit there and it was like it's a professional team you're playing you guys are getting clowned on. and gay still has a fucking job at, the, at this point he's gonna have his job through the end of the year there's no way they don't get rid of him unless unless like college football ends like before they get to championships and stuff like that and head coaches are gonna start looking for different jobs and the Jets are dead set on trying to go after like Dabo Sweeney or somebody like that which they're not gonna be able to but if they're dead set on going after like a college coach, then I can see them maybe ending it or cutting him in December and then starting the search early to get ahead of everybody else. But I'm, at this point, keep him there and go 0-16. Yeah. Get Trevor Lawrence in there. Trade I, Sam Darnold for I'm a second-round draft pick. That's the reason why they're keeping him around is because they'd be like, this, I'm like, this guy knows how to tank a franchise to new levels. Like, I'm sitting there thinking, like, the, the talent of Tannehill and the rest of the Miami Dolphins when Gase was our coach to win these games. I was like, oh, my God, if we had had a real, if we had a B-flow on our team at that time, we probably would have won a Super Bowl. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, do you think that you guys, if you have a different coach in there, uh, we'll, and we'll get to the Dolphins game here in a second, but do you think that if the Dolphins have a different coach in there at the start of Tannehill's career, that you get the Tannehill that we're seeing in Tennessee and things are a little bit different for you guys? Or do you think that it's just oh, the right fit at doubt, the right yeah. time in Tennessee for him there? Um, it was one of those things. I was When Gase first came over, I was never really happy about it because mm-hmm. they talked about how he was with that um, Broncos team with Peyton Manning when they put up all those record-setting years. And I was like, wait, right. it's Peyton Manning. That was Peyton Manning's goodbye tour. When you're and then he came over to Chicago, and they're like, he revitalized Jake Cutler's career. And I was like, but they didn't do anything underneath it. You didn't win right. any games. You weren't doing all that great. When you're alongside greatness in the NFL, you must have had something to do with it, and teams just flock to you. It's like um, I'm convinced he's like that 
guy who gets a management job mm-hmm. just because he interviews great. And I, I I would love to see like his tapes of him interviewing for these head coaching yeah. jobs. He's probably just so composed, so yeah. great. I want to know who his agent is. I don't know. I don't think coaches really have agents. Don't they negotiate the contract? I, I man, imagine for no go- negotiations and whatnot. But like to come in there and like to interview oh, for the sure, job yeah. and whatnot, your agent's not going to be there. Right. Yeah. So this is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the Jets are deciding to stick with him for now, and just the the excuses and his comments every week are just absolutely ridiculous. You know, the the overdrive and the just just shut up and just yep, yeah, yeah, we sucked this week. So we'll, you know, we got to do this. We got to do this better. They're going to pull a lions. The, they're going to gut the franchise. They're going to yeah. half-ass gut it, and then they're yeah. going to win, like, the they'll, same they'll as with go, Cleveland. They'll go 3-13 and 13 next year or 4-12, four and four and 12, something but like that. But we did better, though. That's the thing is we yeah. won games this time. And then, you know, they'll, they'll keep and getting how, some high draft picks on these guys who get hurt at the beginning of their career and just never really quite pan out. 7-9, 7-9, 7-9, 7-9. These storylines repeat themselves, and one of these days, me and you are going to sit down and write down the storyline that just continues to repeat itself for each NFL franchise, and we'll go over that because it's, it's. I've been thinking about it a lot lately, like how things do repeat themselves, and it's absolutely crazy. It's just like they'll go through and they'll change GMs, they'll change quarterbacks, they'll change coaches, they'll gut an entire coaching staff, they'll gut an entire front office. The team still is that team. The Bears, never going to have an offense. Yeah. The Packers, never going to have a defense. The Lions, just never going to quite get there. Like, it's just it's just constant. The Browns, just always going to brown. They're like, just, they're going to do what the Browns do. They're going to do what the Browns do. Doesn't doesn't matter who's in the front office. Doesn't matter who the GM. It doesn't matter who the coach is. It just constantly, it's rinse, repeat in the NFL. And it's, it's crazy. Uh, the game that you're itching to talk about. Oh. The Rams, 17. By mortal lock, by the way. My life was on the line. It was. B-Flow, the entire Miami Dolphins organization heard that, and our defense said, Tua, Marcus, don't you worry. We're going to put you guys on our back. That's probably about 240 pounds altogether. I'm not too heavy, sopping wet. (laughs) I'm a tall, lanky motherfucker. So they put the whole entire defense put us on our back, carried us through. It was a beautiful game to watch. We Grant had, running out there getting a 88-yard I was going to say we had a punt, punt return. return for a touchdown. We had a... Pert near two fumble recoveries. Two fumble two fumble recoveries. One of them returned for a touchdown, and correct? Two interceptions. Two interceptions. Jared Goff looked like Sam Darnold out there. Yeah. Elite yeah, the, Jared Goff, yeah, by Jared the way. Jared Goff was absolutely terrible. And, yeah, we had our elite quarterback conversation last week, and you tore into Jared Goff pretty good, and that uh, those comments seemed to ring true on Sunday. Yeah, Brian um, Flores... Uh, I think he just basically opened up his playbook he had when he was mm-hmm. the Patriots defensive coordinator and just went like, yeah, this is how I beat him last time. You can do it again? Oh, of course I'm going to fucking do it yeah. again. He didn't score a touchdown on me. Um, he did manage to score some touchdowns on him this time, but yeah. uh, it kind of, you know, when you cough up the ball four times. Dolphins defense, um, and I'm going to talk a little bit later on about the Buccaneers defense, but I think behind the Buccaneers defense, uh, they were kind of the unsung heroes for the first few weeks of the season until they destroyed the Packers a couple weeks ago. That Dolphins defense is going to start getting some recognition too because take three weeks to get all the guys Van Noy Jones. That's a, get them all used to the new scheme yeah, system. Yeah, that's we a have. pretty good. That's a, yeah. They didn't have a preseason. You know, give them a couple. That's weeks zero to blitz, get. baby. Everyone's going to be copying that now. That's, that's going to be the new hot trend in the league. That, that's a that's a good defense. A lot of talent on the defense. A, lot, a young defense too. That's Miami has that's the very, best secondary. A, a young the second coming that, of the Legion of Boom. A, a young defense that doesn't make a lot of mistakes. That's pretty rare in the NFL, and that's really exciting to see. 
and I'm and I'm happy for you. It was it was a tale of two uh, cities on Sunday because you and I actually watched football together this yes. last Sunday, and I was watching the Packers, and it was pretty ridiculous. And you're watching the Dolphins, and you were getting excited and throwing things and cheering, and there wasn't a lot of throwing things and cheering done on my end. It, w- sure. it was happy to see um, Tua get his first touchdown. Yeah. Just do a dart, a beautiful... Oh, yeah. that, was a, that was a nice pass. Right, into, and a pass interference receiver, oh, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. Uh, a lot of people have been dogging him about, oh, he didn't put up very good stats like Joe Burrow did. I was like, really? Because Joe Burrow didn't throw any touchdowns in his first game. True. And you know what else Joe Burrow did? He lost. You know what Tua did in his first game? He won. Mm-hmm. So I'll take, you know what, I don't care if Tua's career shadows that of Trent Dilfer, because Trent Dilfer still won one Super Bowl. And that would be one Super Bowl for Miami. That would be, and I'll take that. Yeah. Because you know what, I love Dan Marino, but how many did Dan win for us? None. Bagel. Yep. Um... Are you are you good on? Can I move on? Do you have anything else for the go defense? ahead? I don't, no, I don't I'll talk cut about you this. Off. You don't get to you don't get to you talk got to about you got to too. witness like in person. Yeah, but was, the the love the it, I I I felt you know it, it sucked. I I always get kind of in you know it, it sucks when your team loses you know and you get kind of in that funk like oh, you know what do I do the rest especially if they play a noon game and they lose because then it's just like you just sit there and you're like I don't even want to watch football the rest of the day like this is just stupid, but it helped having you there. Seeing you excited for the Miami win and being able to it see Tua play and all of that stuff—that so was that it, it. It lessened the sting a little bit on my end of things. To to watch us slaughter the Jets, and then two weeks of controversy with sitting fit, starting mm-hmm. Tua, people talking about all Aaron Donald, all Aaron Donald was going to do that whole. Apparently, fuck, they, they were going to clone Aaron know, Donald yeah. to come out. There was going to be nothing but Aaron Donalds yeah, out was, there on a, defense. Yeah, if, if you ask, and, if you ask other sports media. Empires, it's uh the the Rams defense is nothing but a bunch of Aaron Donalds. Aaron Donalds and then Jalen Ramsey's there yeah. too, and I was like, hmm, because uh, Christian Wilkins. I was gonna say defensive. Can we give hats off to the Dolphins' offensive line as well because they did a decent job. He did get in there early on to strip sack Tua. He is the best defensive tackle you know in football. It's gonna happen. Yeah. Okay. He he's gonna he's gonna get his. Aaron Donald's gonna get his. Exactly. But he wasn't, was he in the backfield every single play? Was he disrupting every single play? No. And Tua, no pick, he, had 10 incompletions. I think four of those were drops. Oh, real big, sure. real big drops out there. I was a little upset about. Um, you guys got to try and help him as much as possible. Mm-hmm. But uh, you can't gripe too much with a win other than the fact we're going to lose Gaskin for a little bit with that MCL sprain. And yeah, that. that's all right. You guys actually, you made up for it in the trade deadline, which we'll get to in a little bit here. Uh, Steelers Ravens. That was a great out a, the game that should have been on Sunday night. Oh my Fuck God. you, Eagles and Cowboys and that was a great NFL game for not flexing that game into Sunday night. Um, I think obviously some people are mad because it wasn't this. I think they wanted this forty-five to forty. Yeah, just it gunslinging. Super, it was a good football game though. Like it wasn't I liked super. It. There were there was some defense played, and then there was some still pretty good offensive plays. The Steelers, man, do they got some weapons in the receiving core? They do. That is just, um, that, that just and that's a playoff off. matchup. I'm kind of hoping to oh, see yeah. again. They will play. They'll. I think they still play one more time yet this year, just within their division. And then if they play in the playoffs, that's going to be a really great game. Um, I think if Lamar can steal one from the Steelers, it'll kind of hush that talk about are the Ravens frauds. And I'm like, they're still winning games, they're and still, they're, they're, they're still competitive they're against still competitive, the Steelers. Yeah. 
Um, I I haven't the the fraud tag is in the mail towards the Ravens, but it hasn't uh, it hasn't landed yet, and it could get lost in it could get lost in transit. Um, Chargers Broncos. That was a that was another great game. Drew Locke with the game winning touchdown. That should have also that was also a contender for what should have been a Sunday night game. Yeah. Thanks, any, Jerry. Any literally any of the games that we've gone through so far, except for maybe the Colts and Lions. Those should have been the Sunday night game. How the f- oh, I mean the Dolphins game was terrible to watch. It was like no offense whatsoever. But if you're a Dolphins fan, it was beautiful. It was how a, do you not how do you a, not put this? How do you not put Tua's first NFL start, prime time Sunday? Like how do you? But it's Cowboys. Beautiful. Got what? Huh? I, I was I was pretty mad about that one Sunday night. Uh yeah, Broncos drew lock with that game winning touchdown. Um, Justin Herbert still looking pretty good. I think he's he's still. Looking like he's going to be the real deal for the Chargers. I'm happy for them there. I'm exci- I'm excited for his career watching him play. I'm torn on Drew Locke. He has highs and he has lows. Drew Locke, I'm not sold on. I'm. He's starting to get into like that John Kitna territory for me, and I kind of yeah. like. It's one of those things where I kind of like him because I like. Yeah. I don't know. I like these quarterbacks I, I like that his... have crazy high. Like, oh my god, yeah. this guy's great, and then it kind of yeah. shitty. Be like, I I just I don't know. I feel like yeah. I, I like him. I think he's all right. Um, I'm not a big fan of the Broncos franchise. Eh, I don't know um, the Broncos, but I'm all right with. Yeah, I don't know. I'm all right. Oh, John Owe also got COVID. Yes, I forgot John to put Owe that did. in our notes. Yeah, we didn't put that in notes, but yes, he did. Um, Saints twenty six, Bears twenty three. I believe this one went into overtime, and it almost ended up being a tie. Uh, the Saints ended up winning with like Thank a God. minute or so left in overtime on a kick or on a field goal. Um, I, I don't think either of those teams really wanted to win that game. I'm not gonna lie to you, Marcus. It, it just didn't seem like anybody really wanted it that bad. Um, the Bears just don't have an offense. Nick Foles is... I don't I don't see how he's any better than Mitch Trubisky. At least Trubisky can do some magic with his legs and keep things exciting, extend plays in that sense. Um, I don't see how Foles is that much of a better option other than he has a little bit more experience behind him. You know, he's won a Super Bowl and he's got... A couple of records and that kind of. It stuff, might come but, down to leadership for that. Yeah, I'm I'm sure it is. Trubisky definitely isn't that guy, but I, I don't know. I don't think Foles is really that. I guy think that much Bears either. are just trying to disassociate with that. They they traded up a lot to get that guy and bring him in. Yeah. And so now they're trying to be they put him in the back burner. Mm-hmm. Contract runs out. Just get rid of him. Yeah, you know? it'll, it'll be it'll it'll be a quiet a quiet divorce. He'll go somewhere else. Be a backup play a couple of games, he'll come in. There'll be that one game where he happens to get the start against the Bears because the quarterback above him is hurt or something like that, and it'll be a storyline again one more time, and then I think uh, that'll be kind of the quiet ending of that career. Like, just off the top of your head, can you name, like, great Bears quarterbacks? Besides McMahon, really, no. I was about to say, you got McMahon. And, he, and, and he's not even like a Hall of Fame great, Grossman, is he? Grossman, I believe, is one that took him to the Super Bowl in 05. Grossman, yes, and then he got benched the next year for Kyle Orton. Or not Kyle Orton, Brian Greasy, I believe. I think Greasy and Orton were kind of part of yeah. that, too. So, yeah. I'd... Brian Greasy also had a uh, hot stint in Miami as well, and the Broncos. That's, I followed that's his kinda, career. That's kind of like the, thir- the trifecta of where quarterbacks, like, they, they, the uh, When you're Bob Greasy's son, there. I'm going to pay att- attention a little bit to your career. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I feel like... The, the carousel kind of goes in that circle. It'll go, you know, the Bears, Miami, Denver. Like, you kind of you kind of circle the wagon on those ones. So, yeah, maybe, you know, Trubisky will come to Miami and be the backup to two in a couple years when Ryan Fitzpatrick becomes the head coach for a different team or their offensive coordinator or something like that because that man deserves it. <laughs> he, 
Ryan Fitzpatrick, friend of the program, come on the podcast sometime. We do, I know, dude, if we ever got Fitz on this show, I'd squeal like a little girl. I'd definitely have my sister out here. We that love would be him. awesome, yeah. The Williams family is a big uh, in love with Fitzpatrick. That's good. No, I, I've always liked Ryan Fitzpatrick as well. I remember the very first year I ever got into fantasy football, Ryan Fitzpatrick was on my team. And that was the year, like, starting out the year, the the Bills were one of the last undefeated Was that teams. the year where he got the concussion, came back two weeks later, and threw, yes. and thought he was Peyton Manning and threw five touchdowns in a game? Yes. Um, Great. I, don't I, remember, that, I don't remember who their court uh, – Fred Taylor was their court, uh, running back. They actually had a pretty decent offense, and they had, like, a really easy schedule to start out the season. So they didn't, they didn't play, like, the Patriots until way late in the season. So they started out – I want to say they were, like, 5-0 and or something like that, and they ended up missing the playoffs. <laughs> But Ryan Fitzpatrick was on my fantasy team, and I actually ended up starting him like a couple games in because he was just throwing up crazy numbers. So I, I've liked him ever since then. And I think arguably the most to, loved man in the NFL. I, I would say like if if it came, if it comes to locker room guys, he's just people he's like just fans, there. everybody yeah. in general who loves like oh yeah, I don't think he's, he's not one of the most loved guys. Anybody. You saw like he, I love you, Fitzy, but put up some pretty just kind of meh. Year this year, they were like, oh, he's playing real good. I was like, he threw two interceptions against the Jets. Yeah, he wasn't. And... That was a nice voice crack by me. <laughs> um, yeah, he was. I mean, he wasn't. He was a good game manager for the Dolphins. And I, you know, all quarterbacks a, are game managers. That's oxymoronical. Right, but <laughs> he was a good game manager. All quarterbacks might be game managers, but are they good game managers? Is Kirk Cousins a good game manager? He game manager Sunday as a game manager. Saying someone is a game manager is just nice way of putting it. Their check down magnets. Oh yeah. Well then, um, well I guess Fitzpatrick. I, I would might, not put Fitz, I the, would not put Fitzy as that because the that dude is. Tag on him then? I would say he's a gunslinger because okay. he just that dude loves to sling it. He'll be like a oh, double coverage. Fuck it. Sure. Oh, picked off. Who gives a shit? You know. Right. I'll okay. come back in and you know next week and throw five touchdowns. All right. I'll, That's why I think people because people I'll love gunslingers. That. In sure. all honesty, it's a it's a dying art in the NFL because so many coaches want these and like it's. It, because football's starting to get as bad as baseball with analytics. Mm-hmm. We saw it with the Rays. Yep. We're going to see it with oh, football yeah. here. Next-gen stats? Yeah, next-gen stats. God, Pass, catch probability and yeah. all this Oh, stuff. my God. Yeah. That, that'll be the death of football is when they try and get too mm-hmm. analytical. I think that's why football is the greatest sport there is because it still has passion and it still has oh, yeah. love. And it still the has momentum this... still is a very, very yeah. big factor in games. Crowds are very, very big factors in football games. Pulling players is like right this year that doesn't really pulling a lot of players is kinda like persona non grata. You don't like if your quarterback's like throwing two picks, you don't just you can't you don't really pull him out of the game. Not a lot of people do that, especially if he's a pretty good starter. unless, Unless he threw Two picks in the first quarter, and he threw two picks last week. Then it's like, okay, yeah. well, what's going but on over here? You know, if he's established as pretty good, you're going to keep him yeah. in there for the game. Yeah. Whereas, like, if you're, you give up two dingers, like two, home, two yeah, two home runs just in getting, a row, you're in getting the fifth hit inning. on. Yep, you're you're getting pulled. That guy, the fuck out of here. Yeah, that's why. Was, once you know. I, you know, we saw it in baseball game six. They pulled homeboy after a hit. It wasn't even a home run. It was just a hit. Right. Yeah. And there's like, get get your fucking ass out of here. And that what, cost them the game. <laughs> what are you playing for? <laughs> you gonna right. save? You gonna save him for what? Game eight? Game nine? <laughs> yeah. Because I'll tell you, when this is done, there's there's nothing. You can't save him for nothing. You can't sit there and be like, well, that guy. There's we know that their third baseman has COVID, so we could try and argue this. <laughs> um. Anyways, we were talking about the Saints and the Bears. Yeah. Saints won. Uh, Next last one. afternoon Sunday game, the 49ers and the Seahawks. The 49ers. 27, Seahawks 37. Another game. Should have probably made it to the uh, 
Sunday night game could have made an argument to be up there. Not the best, but still pretty good game to watch. High scoring. scoring. Real fun. Divisional rivals. Uh, Pretty much everybody on the 49ers team is dead. They're they're wheeling coffins into the locker room. I think it was the old Blitz League games where uh, whenever a player got injured, I can't remember the announcer's name and... God, it sucks because I, I love that game so much. You just go, someone call out the meat wagon. Yeah, it was, and that's basically what's going on with what's going on with the 49ers. I like they're they just can't keep a guy on the field. They, they lost Garoppolo and Kittle most likely for the year. Do no honesty, Patriots curse. When yeah. you lose, to, I feel when you lose to the Patriots in your first Super Bowl, you're they cursed. Lose to the Patriots was that the. Or no, I was the, the Chiefs. The Chiefs. Yeah, the Chiefs. So I, guess, I don't know, just I guess a curse it, in general. I, I think it's just the... Jimmy Garoppolo getting traded. Yeah, he's the, part, yeah there's a the Patriots, Patriots connection there. You can connect everything back to the Patriots. That'll, but, be, that'll be one of our conspiracy theories that we'll we'll throw on the tinfoil hats and we'll connect everything back to the Patriots. Bill Belichick, because everyone else already does. Yeah, Barstool already has his yeah, beat on that. Everybody always brings the, the coaching tree. Um, always goes back to Belichick or Parcells, and it's just dumb. It's like, okay, that's not how it works. And then, you know, they're just... I kind of feel like they have the same situation Seattle had last year. Is they're just yeah. getting banged up and yeah. they're just dying out yeah. there. They just can't keep it healthy. They got the injury bug. In, in the era of pandemic football, the injury bug has infected the 49ers locker room. Uh, no training camp and no yeah. preseason yeah. hurts out a lot. There's Definitely. a lot of reps and stuff you're yep. missing. You know, get your body conditioned for it. And I, I don't yeah, think people the realize virtual, the virtual off season is definitely part of what's been like. We, it's not just the 49ers that are seeing that injury. The last CBA they had, where they kind of held out a little bit, where the players, mm-hmm. or no, it was a lockout for the owners were threatening. Yep. And then when eventually they signed that through, they skipped a little bit of training camp and stuff. There's a lot of injuries that year, too. Oh, yeah. This is sure. bound that to happen. Was, the... That was 2000, the 2011 season. Yeah. Um, yeah, because was, it was the year after the Packers won the Super Bowl. So, yeah, there's, there was a lot of injuries that year. Yep. Just when you miss out mm-hmm. stuff like that, you just get murdered. Um, and then finally the Sunday night game. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't really want to talk too much about this game because I'm mad that it was a Sunday night game, Marcus. I don't think they deserve our respect. Uh, the Cowboys lost 9 to the Eagles 23. Uh, it's football. We have to talk about it. Otherwise, our producer will pull the show on us. That's true. We'll get canceled. Um, we will get we'll get hashtag canceled. Hashtag canceled. Um, it was, you know, Carson Wentz getting a little buffer on there. I still think Washington's probably going to win that division. Because just Philly is cursed with injuries. Because everyone's talking about, well, when these people get back in, I was like, what are you going to do if Wentz gets hurt? You have to put in Hurts. Over under on the number of wins that the team that wins that division has. I'm going to put the over under at seven. I think they still have to play each other a couple times. You're putting over seven? You're thinking eight? Over under at seven. So either over over or under seven. (sighs) That sucks because I'm going to say seven to nine. Because I'm thinking, I was thinking Seahawks seven to nine season for someone. I'm going to say the, I'm going to say under seven. I'm going to say the winning team in that division has six wins. Six and ten? Six and ten. I guess I'll take, can I take the, can I take the dead nuts on on that one? I think it's going to be, I think I'm going to call the even on that. I think it's going to be seven and nine. Okay, so we'll, we'll we'll say the over under at six and a half. So that way you got to pick either six Okay, cool. Thank you. Because I was saying like seven and nine. I forgot how, I, I don't. Sports betting isn't legal in Wisconsin, so I forgot that usually they set it at a, a decimal, so you have to pick either one or the other. One or the other. That's because I'm just like yeah. seven, seven and nine. I think they're doing the same thing yeah. Seattle did. Weak division, come through. Yeah. Some team will probably like I don't know, the Steelers will do what they did last time, overlook them, get beat. Yeah, good. Yeah, very well could happen. That's why. That's the only reason why I'm not 100% sold on the Steelers because the same team. That all they did was, like, when we come back to New England in the playoffs, you're going to show them what's up. And then they, your ass is out. Gone in the divisional. All right. 
Uh, and then the Monday night game, the Buccaneers 26 to the Giants 23. The Giants got screwed. That's football, baby. That that's that's Tommy football. Oh, you think the refs were on Belichick's side? Nah, they all love Tom. That, oh, man, I felt so bad. What? Why can't Tom Brady play good football against the Giants? Is that is that just his kryptonite? Can he just not play against the Giants? I would say it's New York teams, but he whooped ass on the Bills and Jets. Been, for, he's been killing the Jets for Jets years. Jets and Bills for fucking the last 20 years. So, um, Yeah, the Giants. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say the Giants played any better than they have all season. The Buccaneers definitely played down to the Giants level. I guess Giants. I'm going to give the Giants their due. It's hard-nosed football. Yeah. I think you did lose because okay. of a lack of call on... Yeah, that was that um, was that was that was not as bad of blatant pass interference as the Saints versus Rams a couple of years ago. We're on your side, Saints fans. At least I am, um, because screw L.A. Um, in the immortal words of Marcus, but, if you don't want to get put in a situation where true. the refs can yeah, decide the game, yeah, I, I've always been on that side there. too. Don't and that that was you know I was complaining about the refs in the Packer Viking game, but in actuality, it was you're leaving the game in the hands of the refs in the first place, so you shouldn't be doing that and. It's like it's like in boxing, don't leave the don't leave it up to the judges. Yeah, because you're not gonna win then. Um, so that is the score for last week. Marcus squeaked out of our our pick'em with uh, ten correct. I had nine, so Marcus is two and zero on the show. Or, yeah, two and zero. Two and zero. Two and zero on the show, and I am zero and two. Our boy Evan, who we'll have on a little bit later, is one and one. He was right the first week, and then we all—all all of us had the Falcons this week or the Panthers this last week because they were playing the Falcons, and the Falcons turned around and kicked all of our asses. So he—he's no longer Big Dick Teddy. He is just Teddy now. You don't get that status when you start losing games. Yeah, that's earned. It's not um, just given anymore. So it's—we're taking that back. It's Foles, Bridgewater. You got to earn that back. Sure. Uh, do we want to go headlines, and then we can. Uh, in, intermixed with that, we can talk a little bit of trade deadline that was about as uneventful as they usually get, at least for most teams. The Dolphins made a few moves, but they were one of the only teams that I did. Thought, I thought because of this year and you know the talk of potentially going 16, you think a lot of teams would try and move things around. Yeah. Or just if you know, you're at the bottom of the barrel, you think you try and dump off players for draft capital. Yeah. Um, so Especially the, high... the Texans. Oh, yeah. You have no first or second round pick. What are you doing? Yeah, you have to I, dump I think off they, players. I think they were trying to, but nobody was willing to spend that much on Will Fuller. Like that was, I know the Packers were talking to him about it, but they weren't willing to send him a second round pick or even. I think I don't think they were asking. Then for all you Green pick, Bay fans need to wouldn't. storm. Oh yeah, in that facility. Don't worry, it, it it's coming up. It's coming up. Um, uh, highlights that uh, we got written down here. We got Desmond King. I uh, went to the Titans from the Chargers. Chargers got a sixth round pick. Good move. The Saints got Quan Alexander. Good move for both That's teams. A very good move. And uh, you actually put a note in here that maybe Green Bay should have gone after him, and I 100% agree with that. Uh, the 49ers got Kiko Alonso and a conditional pick. A good move for good both move teams for them. again. They got a lot of their, you know, their defenses hurt like a son of a bitch right now. So anything that you're adding to that defense is going to help you out. Yeah. Um, Antonio Brown, not really a, a trade deadline move. Rumor but, still. Uh, he is playing for the Buccaneers. Buccaneers. He's, I, he's activated. Um, and the word on the street is that he actually, they were talking to the Packers, at least the Antonio Brown camp was talking to the Packers, um, but they weren't able to get anything. Does Green Bay, away. do you guys have like not have dick for 
draft cap or not draft cap, uh, just salary cap, or what's up with that? I, your guess is as good as mine. We don't have a ton of salary cap space because we do have to pay uh, Bakhtiari and Aaron Jones at the end of this year, and then chances are we're only going to be pay, able to pay one of those guys, which is going to really suck. Um, well, unless we cut some more. Who, who the fuck else are you paying though? Uh, Zadarius Smith and Preston Smith. Rogers signed his deal a couple years ago. Um, we're paying offense. A couple of offensive linemen have pretty decent contracts too. Um, Adrian Amos is another one that we have on defense that's taking a pretty decent chunk of draft so capital. But you're not pretty, paying Dick for your it, linebacker core. I can tell you that uh, much. Yeah, no, I see, most of it's in your the, uh, running backs. You're still on their rookie contracts. Yep, all of them are on their rookie contracts. Uh, Adams, I. Th- don't know if he's on his second year. I'm assuming Adam, he's on his Adams has a has a big contract too. Which, so that, but I mean, who another one of win? But there's nobody. What is Lazard? Him. Is Lazard making a hundred mil? Nope. So yeah, I think the, you guys have a lot more salary cap. I'd have I to look. So, I think so too. I don't. I don't. I always have kind of a hard time following the salary cap stuff because the way that they can send some of it to be a bonus, so then it doesn't hit the cap as much, and all this other bullshit. Yeah. It's like it just, I'll I'll let the media pungents figure that one out, mm-hmm. and I'm just gonna complain about the Packers not making moves. Um, the Bears wide receiver, this isn't a trade deadline move, but the Bears wide receiver Wims was suspended uh, two games for taking a couple of swings at, I don't remember who the, is it, was it Lattimore on the uh, on the Saints defense? No, it was, I can't remember who it was. It was one of their corners. Yeah. Um, it's, I don't, I don't really understand why punching a helmet I don't understand. I don't, I don't understand the punch. As an NFL thing. player, uh, the only place really exposed on you is like the gut. So right. why not just go for just a boom right yeah. there to hit him with the gut as hard as you can? Because right. you you can conceal that better than a hit to the helmet. Right. Yeah. I, I don't understand that. And uh, he came out and said. Or that, why not grab him by the face mask and yank him down that right. way? You know where the head goes, the body follows. Or you could pull a, uh, um, Cortland. Was it Cortland? Cortland Finnegan, Finnegan and, and Andre Johnson. Pull the helmet off and start swinging that. Yeah. Didn't Andre because to- Andre like a pulled foot his taller off, I think, didn't he, or something like yeah, that? Yeah, because Cortland was taking swings at him. Andre he was a foot taller and probably about four inches of reach on him, just whoosh, like that, and threw him around. Great. I love that fight. I love Andre Johnson. Um, so yeah, that, that'll be interesting. He yeah, came out and said Texans that, uh, wasted that whoever, whoever the Saints player was, that he, um, he came out and said uh, Sims for the Bears came out and said that uh, the Saints player spit at him or spit on him, and in the era of COVID, obviously that's a big issue. Um, the Patriots were shopping around Stephon Gilmore, and apparently they wanted a first-round pick and a player for him. So I'm assuming a was willing to bite on that. Pretty good name player too. I imagine they weren't just gonna take any sure. shrub off the street. I mean, a first-round pick is a lot. So hopefully they weren't expecting too much. But yeah, but you gotta look at how much Jalen Ramsey set the price. That's true. That's so true. you gotta look Jaylen at that Ramsey now. Went for a couple first-round picks, yeah. I believe. I think just one. And then I think maybe a later round pick. Because um, I know we fleeced the Texans. Not really fleeced them, because Laramie Tunzel's a great tackle. Mm-hmm. But a first and a second round, you're not going to pass that up. No. Um, yeah. Thanks, so Bill. So they, they, they wanted to, they were shopping Gilmore around, um, kind of selling the farm. They know that they're not going to do anything this season. So they wanted He even a put his house up, capital. too. Yeah, they wanted a little draft capital. Gilmore's good. Um, I think one of the things that kind of probably turned some teams off is he is going to be 31, which in cornerback years is. That's getting there, you know. You know, he's maybe got another couple years left as a cornerback, bumping back to safety for the last few years of his career, and so you're you're, you're, spend, rough, you're spending that, and he's he, very few he's players under, can do con- that. He's under contract through twenty two, I believe, or twenty one with an option for twenty two, I believe, or something like that. So you don't yeah. have him for 
you get him for the rest of the season, next season, then potentially a season after that. So. Yeah, but your team of your secondary is getting just slaughtered. Might as well make the move. Um, John Ross for the Bengals wasn't traded. Uh, former first round pick. He really wanted to move too. Wants, I, I was amazed by that. There. I'm surprised that they didn't get rid of him. But you know, it, the NFL trade deadline is just so bizarre for me. Um, so this year, because you think some people will be getting right. moved and whatnot, but uh, I think a lot of teams aren't biting because you have to quarantine them for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that, that's true. This year, you got they basically wouldn't be able to play for the first couple of weeks. Uh, the Dolphins actually made a couple of moves. You want to talk about those? Yeah, we uh, f- uh, we dumped Ford to the Patriots for a seventh-round pick, um, which I, was, I don't really know how to feel about that. Ford has had flash in the pans. He's a little injury-prone, and we mm-hmm. just got uh, – his name escapes me. He just came off the suspended list, so we'll probably get him some more plays. We're still pretty stacked at the receiver core, so it wasn't like a big loss, I think. Yeah, all- Washington, is that who you're talking about? No, 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 no. Uh, we we had a guy on suspension, oh, and then now oh, he's sure. coming back in, so I'm assuming okay. just dump him because DeAndre Washington is the guy that we got mm-hmm. um, to try and help replace uh, Gaskin for his MCL sprain. Sure. Uh, so the Chiefs, who are studded at running back, I think just said, yeah, we'll get rid of it. Saves you Sal Cap. Yep. Gives you a sixth-round pick. We get a seventh. So yeah. now we have a bit more draft capital. I think right. Dolphins might move up in a trade if there's an offensive lineman looking yeah. real good. Yeah, I mean, nods are with that Texans pick. We're probably top 10 with that. Yeah. Depending where Miami sits, probably 16, 17. You know, anywhere from the 13 to they could be in the, 17 they could range. Be in the final 10, too, depending on how the rest of the year yeah. shakes out. Still not, you know. So that, that so having those extra picks. couple picks gives oh, yeah, you that. For sure. To flush up a trade to make it look good. Get a Get a... Maybe potentially even get a couple because you can get a decent offensive lineman in the second round too. Trade it back, get a second and a third round for one of those first rounds, and then you pick up another offensive lineman there. Yeah, yeah which not, I mean, that's not, the only thing I think Miami really needs right there. Oh yeah, for that. Think I'm, uh, every I'm sitting team here. I'm sitting here. Think every team needs offensive line because yeah. except you know. for Arizona. Holy shit, was that day and night compared to the last couple of years? Oh, first yeah. year with Rosen getting murdered. Mm-hmm. To Murray last year got handled pretty well this year to like they they fixed all their offensive line yeah. problems they're looking real good yeah well and and that just goes to show you like every, build around the offensive Pay the line fat and guys. quarterback if you get those guys going running backs I, and like i i love you know aaron jones and jamal williams those guys the packers running backs i love them to death but running backs can be kind of plug and play depending on the scheme you know if you have a good offensive line they're going to make a lot of running backs look pretty good and a bad offensive line that's when the only the true you know generational talented running backs you know like an adrian peterson back in our day um uh, ap still had a great line dude uh, steve dude steve hutchinson matt burke yeah but those steve hutchinson's a guys, hall of fame the, the left year guard that he was uh the year that he got his mvp they had a pretty bad offensive line i'm just i always but, i always mad love for steve hutchinson sure. he's probably one of the greatest guards of all time i can't believe it took him so long to get into the hall yeah um is that it for trade deadline stuff? Uh, the cow, uh, uh, other NFL news. Uh, the Cowboys are going to be making a change at QB. They're going to go with either Garrett Gilbert or Cooper Rush uh, in the game against the Steelers. Does which... Jerry does Jerry Jones just love Cooper Rush? I think so. Because he they've been like been flirting with them now. Is he a like... Texas guy? Is that why or something like that? I'd have to I look have it up. That'll, that's that, that's going on. That'll go on our uh, next week's yeah, things. I, I need to look up for errors. Yep. Um. Other news, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster and James Conner were both fined $5,000 for 
their uniform stockings not covering their lower legs. And I put a note in here because you put that in our notes. I put no fun league. Yeah. No, 100%. It's the dumbest thing in the world. Like, who, who their cares? stockings didn't come up to the, like, there was like maybe that much of a gap. And I just sat there. I was like, I didn't know we got, we, we're a Catholic school now with all it, this. Just, that is absolutely ridiculous. That is just dumb. Like, who who is take who is wasting their time looking for that kind of stuff? Because like it's, it's just dumb. their it shoes were fine, like their dumb. stockings were a little bit lower, and I'm like, it's so what does it matter? I can understand like saying, hey, you know, you can't wear those obnoxious gloves, you can't wear those cleats, you got to wear your team cleats and that kind of stuff. Oh no, their socks didn't come too high. Oh no, their pants were above their knees. The socks like, don't protect whatever. any. The yeah, stockings don't protect cares? anything. Who this cares? isn't like hockey when they didn't want guys to do the tuck in there, so they started calling them against that. Right. For you know how they tucked the, the uh, jerseys into the mm-hmm. uh, the pads and whatnot. So they eventually started. Uh, I think Ovi was a big guy they got on that because he loved doing it. Yep. But they were just worried about malfunctions within the equipment and whatnot. Yep. This is this is stockings. This is not going to protect you from anything. It's right. not going to save you from an ACL tear. Mm-hmm. Your stockings being too low isn't going to save you from CTE. Right. If you're Daniel Jones, maybe if his stockings were down. Turf Monster might not have grabbed him. Turf Monster might have grabbed his sock instead. Got exactly. Been, like you never know. Yeah, no, that that was really dumb. I saw you put the note on here, but I had seen it as well, and I was pretty irritated about that one. But it just it anytime something like that, it's just no fun league. Dumb, like, but yet they don't just, find the guy that uh, smacked the shit up out of Andy Dalton though. Right. No fine for him. Right. Gave him a concussion. Clearly a fucking late hit. Right. Nothing for that. Yeah. No, that that's it's dumb. We love you, Andy Dalton. TCU all the way, man. Yeah. Even though you did beat Casey's Badgers, and you, you, you did beat you did beat my Badgers, but I, I got I got I got love for Andy Dalton. I Still do like him. him. The Red Rifle. Um, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, we talked about it a little bit uh, at the beginning. Yeah, he was tested positive for COVID. I believe, like I said earlier, he I believe he does get to be on the sidelines for their game this week. Um, they squeaked a pretty close win out against Boston College on. Which I Saturday. do like because that shows his value in the draft now. Oh, yeah. Like for him sure. missing this game. Now people can be like, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. he's because I think Clemson comes into that. Well, they had some struggles last year, but I mean, yeah. if you still don't have Trevor Lawrence coming in and playing those games, do you still, mm-hmm. as Clemson, come through and make it to the national championship? Yeah. Boston College is always, you know, oh, they're, 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 they're not a they're bad good college. They're not a bad football program either. So it's not like they went to fucking western michigan or something like that and i would argue probably one of the better all-arounders like because yeah. they have an amazing hockey they, program all, they as always well. throw they always throw uh guys into the draft too actually aj dillon the packers player who tested <laughs> positive for COVID, came from boston college um i'm trying to there's a quarterback who came from boston was that was it matt ryan did matt ryan go to boston college mm, potentially i, I think flutie yeah flutie, flutie for that sure. was that, miami he was kind of the one who put it on the he, he's kind of the one who put it on the map, but I, I know there's a couple of recent quarterback or not. They've always, recent, but like, like they've been. Yeah, they, they they're a great the hockey program. A lot of oh, the, yeah. uh, a lot of the guys for from sure. the Miracle Team, the '80s mm-hmm. Miracle Team, are from Boston College. It's yeah, basically if, like if they, if they didn't play for a Boston or one of the Minnesota colleges, were they on the yeah. team? Couple Dakotas, Minnesota, Duluth, uh, Souter from Wisconsin. Yep. A lot of Boston College guys. Yep. Were so it's yeah. I mean. Um. As I mentioned earlier, Stafford is in COVID protocol and might not play on Sunday. The Wisconsin game for uh, back to college football is canceled on Saturday. And uh, um, as Marcus mentioned, if they get one more game canceled, they will not have a chance to play for the championship game, the Big Ten championship game. And at this Fuck point, it. 
fuck it. As it's Wisconsin, just, just say to hell with it. Put all your red shirts in because they don't lose that year of eligibility. Right. Put in all your freshmen, all your young yep. guys, and say, like, like anyone mm-hmm. who'd be like, hey, are you thinking about going to the draft next year? Yeah, okay, we'll keep you in. But yep. other than that being like, if this year doesn't matter, then what do you care? Yep. If the Big Ten sets you up for failure and then it got mad because you didn't succeed, mm-hmm. then you know what? To hell with it. Yeah. Um, and then I believe our last note, and I had also mentioned this one earlier, I just want to make sure we're covering all of our base. Or actually, one more last football note. Uh, Vic Beasley and Ted Ginn Jr. released today? Yeah. I saw that you put that, that was on there. I didn't, I didn't see Rumor had going around. Uh, it was released earlier this week after the trade deadline that they okay. said they were going to dump Vic Beasley. And uh, I think Ted Not Ginn a, got released. Or Beasley wouldn't be a bad veteran pickup for any team. Honestly. For yeah, no, maybe Green Bay would help. I'm, 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 I'm not saying. I'm just saying, Green Bay, you're about to get a new asshole torn by me here in a few minutes. But uh, uh, Ted Ginn, you just would to get back onto my good graces if you start making moves like that. I, I've always liked Vic Beasley. Dolphins first round pick Ted Ginn, been around the league a hot minute. Oh Usually, God, return specialist, like, uh, yeah. real good route runner, good guy. Yeah. Um, fast, right. fast yeah. as fuck. Still fast in his old age. Oh yeah. So he might find a, a spot on a squad. Like I said, this year is so crazy because you, when you sign in a guy, you got to go through the whole quarantine protocol and everything. So you, it's just hard. So basically, if you're not on a bye week, why would you pick up a free agent? Right. Uh, and two last non-football related notes. Uh, the NBA is looking to. Uh, they're finalizing a deal right now, and they're looking to start uh, the next season. So the what would have been the 2020 season or 2020 into 2021 season on December 22nd, which is a little bit earlier than people were expecting, but they had they good. were kind of guessing around Christmas time. Give them that Christmas game. Like I said, it was yeah. it's a good tradition to have. Right. You know, problem. No, there's not going to be any fans in the stands right away. That kind of thing. Well, it, I, I don't know if they're going to do a bubble like they did last time. They could. Um, I I thought it turned out pretty good for them, but we'll have to see what happens. Bubble there. would be. I would say no to the bubble. I yeah. think you lose a bit too much money for the owners and whatnot. So yeah. just come through and just have people just play at the stadiums like how the NFL is doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I think for the most part, you'll be all right. And there's a lot of games in the NBA, so you can have guys miss it. And, you know, mm-hmm. no one's going to try and go and break the uh, or Warriors record for wins in a season. Right. So just um, play through it. Do what you can. People get COVID. They miss two weeks. All right, whatever. Right. Bounce through because it's going to happen to multiple people. And then uh, last non-football related note, uh, Trevor Bauer, who is a free agent pitcher at the end of was is now a free agent pitcher. I rejected the first offer that the Reds gave him, but he does still want to play for him. And I just found that funny because I love Trevor Bauer. Uh, I'm th- I find him very. I've been hearing a lot of the Minnesota faithful where I'm working at are real excited they, they about want, him potentially they, yeah, they coming here. Him. They want him for sure, and I, and I think I and think I'm, he rejects that Reds offer because he wants to talk to a couple other teams just to see what. And he I did want to get bring in a pretty penny. That's for sure. Paid, and I don't. I think he's. I think he just wants a short-term, big money deal. That would and I think be, he deserves it. If he's Minnesota a, could get that, that would be a stellar rotation. Um, uh he probably won't sign with the Yankees. He's a, oh, what oh, I want to say. A, no. I don't want to say mouthy, but he's a bit too free-spirited to be a Yankee, and oh, that would yeah. that would break my heart to see him go there. Yeah, it would. And I think they'd I think also I would. Force I think I would still. I, I would still like Trevor Bauer, but I can never like the Yankees. Maybe if Joe Kelly went there. If Joe Kelly, but went Joe there, Kelly is also too much of a free spirit. That's true. If Joe Kelly goes there, then we we could potentially become a Yankee. No, Joe podcast, Kelly's a, but... he's a Dodgers kid. Oh, he's he going to stay oh, there yeah. forever, dude. As oh, long yeah. as they want him to be there, he's going to play for the Dodgers forever. Uh, we got uh, two segments coming up here. Uh, 
Um, I think uh, <laughs> we'll go with Marcus. You had something that you want to complain about. You had a new segment. What, what are we? Uh... All right, we're gonna. This is. I don't know if this segment's gonna take off. I just thought it'd be funny to call it Marcus Minute and my complaint about how much I fucking hate Dan Orlovsky. Uh, he's the most two-faced lying gremlin in all of sports media. He comes out and says it's great that Miami drafts Tua, and then when Tua, when they turn around and Miami starts Tua, he talks about how this is the worst decision of all time. This is the dumbest thing ever. And then he has the audacity, the audacity yesterday to come out and say that uh, Joe Burrow is the, other than Pat Mahomes, is the best young quarterback in the league. And to, I just look at that with utter disgust to Deshaun Watson, who is carrying a lifeless corpse as best as he can of the Texans. Not really like the Texans have like their players are bad. When you go through that bad of a coaching change and like basically Bill O'Brien on his way out just basically shoots you the fuck the stone cold double fingers, mm-hmm. pops a couple beer cans on the way out, trades away, guts everything that he can from you. It's gonna be hard to carry that team to a wins and the dude is he's doing his best to get wins and making yeah. them competitive. No respect for Deshaun Watson. No respect for Josh Allen, no respect for Lamar Jackson. Like No. This guy yeah. who's played eight games and won two. Or are they three now? I have no idea. I think the Bengalis only have two wins. They're two five and one. Have they tied against the Eagles? This guy who's won two games. You 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 put him better than half the people in the league? Yeah. Kiss my ass, Dan Orlovsky. You this guy who obviously he's watching a lot of film, but he he doesn't watch his feet when he runs out of the back of the end zone for a safety. On the 0-16 Lions. Yeah, what right does he have to judge quarterback play? I mean, it's one of those, like, we judge quarterback play, but it's one of those things, too, where it's, I'm not sitting, like, I'm not sitting on a high seat saying, ah, Right. He's judging this quarterback play, and he played absolutely terrible. We're judging this quarterback play, and we're just fans of the game, and that's that's our job. Yeah. You know, and and I know he's, like, some, does he work for ESPN now or something? Yeah, ESPN, NFL, I was... Uh, yeah, no, I try and catch it every once in a while. That's was, why I can't watch uh, ESPN anymore. It was, trash. It, was in, it was kind of funny when you told me that. Like literally, the first thing that I said, I was like, "Did Deshaun Watson die? Did Lamar Jackson die? Like, there is no way. Like, don't get me wrong. A couple years down the road, there's, you know, I, I, I like Joe Burrow a lot. I know you're not entirely sold on him, but a couple years down the road, he could be a very, very good quarterback. He could be the franchise quarterback. That's what that people are saying about be. Baker Mayfield. I right. don't get sold on quarterbacks in the first two years. Right. Ever. You know, there's it's really tough to judge that. You got to give him a little bit. There's no way that he he is better than these established quarterbacks. Like we know that. Like he said Patrick Mahomes is the best, which yes. But there's no way that he is better than Deshaun Watson. There's no way that he's better than Lamar Jackson. There's no way that right now he's even better than Josh Allen. Josh Allen was in the MVP conversation until a couple weeks ago. Was Joe Burrow? I don't even like right now. I would have a hard time giving Joe Burrow rookie well, we'll of the year. We'll see what happens in the Miami rematch with Josh Allen. We're That's gonna knock true. his ass completely out of that MVP conversation. That's gonna be one of the lowest scoring games of the season. I would bet because that's too no. Two will light him up. Two will so? destroy him. Okay, hundred percent. I guess we'll see what happens there. I love that. I love Tua. The only reason Tua didn't do put up any stats against the Rams, he didn't need to. Yeah. We didn't need him bombing it out. We had the game won. Jared Goff was seeing ghosts. They weren't running anywhere. <laughs> Dude was having fumbleitis. Yep. Uh, anything else in the Marcus Minute? No, that's it. I just All I right. hate you, Dan Orlovsky. I don't think you should have a job at ESPN. Um, and I don't care that you are best friends with Pat McAfee. That only means so much for me. Yeah. Uh, how and I just you I have utter disdain for you. Yeah. And everybody in Miami has utter disdain for what you've had to say about Tua. Um, 
You and, also uh, uh, you also threw a horrible, horrible interception in a game after a guy touched your back one time to, uh, I can't remember his name, Dorlin Gray, I think was his name, from the Steelers. And the dude, he was a wide, uh, give him credit, he was wide open, but he was a corner. And I don't think there was another receiver within 10 yards. And it was a great play to watch because that guy took it for uh, pick six. Nice. So, you know what? He did throw a touchdown on that drive. Nice job. Good job, Dan Orlovsky. Um, we have a new segment, and this is this is mainly due to me just being irritated. I was I was in a ranting mood. We didn't record an episode of Occasionally Coherent this week, and I I had to get talked down from because uh, both uh, Goose and Captain Kriegs were busy, so we weren't able to record. And I was I almost did a monologue because I I was I was ready to like explode. I was just feeling ranty this week, uh, so I thought of this one. So uh, this uh, this is called uh, What Are We Doing? <laughs> And uh, this week's subject is the Green Bay Packers. What are we doing, Green Bay? Trade deadline was uh, yesterday. We're, we record on uh, Wednesday nights. Trade deadline was yesterday at 3 o'clock. What are we doing? No moves? Nothing? Nothing at all? There are some linebackers getting moved. Obviously, Kiko got moved. Kiko got moved. And so Juan did, Alexander uh, got Juan moved. Alex moved. I mean, that was the same trade, but that's two like that's two running that's backs. Two guys you, that that's two guys that they were they were clearly they they were available. You can't tell me that you didn't have something that you could have offered over there. Patrick Queen in the draft. Yeah, perfect chance to take him. My st- still probably my favorite player from that draft. I think he's going to come out as the MVP for that class. This, I love him. This week we got absolutely. This last week we got absolutely run over by the Minnesota Vikings. They're run off like we knew the when the coaches are when coaches are sitting there saying, "Yeah, we knew exactly what they were going to do and we just didn't do anything about it." When you know exactly what a team's going to do and it's going to be the same thing if they play Thursday night, if they play Sunday afternoon or Monday whenever they end up playing the game this week, you know exactly what's coming this week too. It's going to be the exact same thing. They're going to run the ball and you know that you are not going to be able to stop it. When you're able to acknowledge that, that's a problem. That shows that you know that you haven't done what you needed to do to fix this issue in your defense. That's been an issue since I can remember. The last time the Packers had a top half of the league defense, top half of the league defense was 2010, the year that they won the Super Bowl. I told you, call back B.J. Raji. Bring him back. They have not had a top 15 defense, so top 50% of the league defense since that year. And, in fact, they've been in the bottom, like, uh, from, so 25, so the bottom half or bottom quarter seven times. And we've had two offense, two defensive coordinators in that span. One of them lasted eight years. And one of them, or seven years, and one of them has now been here. This is the third season. And things are not changing. It is really going to suck when Aaron Rodgers leaves this team with only one Super Bowl, and he's going to have a bad taste in his mouth because he had a lack of support from the front office and from the coaching staff. The disrespect of, hey, I, I really like this guy, insert uh, person's name here, and I, I really think I can work with him. And then the Packers will turn around and cut him or not re-sign him. I'm looking at Jake Kumaro, Jared Cook, Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb, 
Roger says, yeah, I, I like these guys. I, I work pretty well with them. All right, they're, they're out the door. And this oh, they're week, putting up good stats and they want to get paid money? Right. You and get this, your ass out the week, door. He even called the Packers out on it this week. And, and people didn't really read into it too much. I, I read a little bit more in between the lines, at least I feel like I did. And they asked if they were hoping that the Packers would do something good at the trade deadline, like pick up a guy like a wide receiver or something like that. He's like, yeah, last time I uh, spoke highly of somebody like that, uh, he ended up in Buffalo. And he was talking about Jake Kumaro because this <laughs> summer he said, yeah, I really like this Jake Kumaro. I think he's come a long way, and I think he's going to be a decent part of our offense. Oh, they oh, he around, wants to get paid? Yeah, they, turn, the they turned around and cut him, and now he's on the practice squad in Buffalo. <laughs> are you Are you kidding me? Like, where... What is going on? What are we doing? I I don't what know why everyone doing? was so also not like trying to get fuller, but like I don't like I just want to know like when they said they were trying to get fuller, I was like what exactly what did that detail into? Would you would you be mad if they gave up a first round pick for Fuller? No, because they're just going to turn on and spend those first round picks on a quarterback that's not going to make an impact on the team for 4 seasons. That's not even on their active roster because Literally every game he's listed as inactive, and as a non-injury, it's a healthy scratch. He didn't even—he's not even our second-string quarterback. You wasted a first-round pick on him, and I—I I, I hope that he's successful. Hey, I hope good that thing Jordan is, Love is successful. You spent your second-round pick on a defensive player. No, we didn't. That's oh, the, that's the other didn't. thing about it. It's no. like okay, you're gonna okay, you're gonna turn around and spend a a second-round pick on AJ Dillon. AJ Dillon, which I mean, COVID. When he yeah, he's got COVID. Which Did you hear the sucks, story how but, he got COVID? No, I didn't. He. Uh, Apparently, what the rumor mill is is he took his girlfriend out on a date to a restaurant, and like some people have been blasting him for it. And it's like, oh my god, it was and it was for her what? birthday. Oh what? And so I just sat like... one of those things. I was like, you know what? Whatever on that. If it's I'm one of those things, gonna... he's going to a strip joint and getting in trouble there. Then yeah, I can understand it. But if you're just taking your old lady to out, out to a good time, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. No, and AJ I, Dillon, I we love you. You can come on the podcast yeah. anytime you want. You are and a friend I don't, of the show. I don't hate the pick for AJ Dillon. I think that's fine because they've actually finally started to use him a little bit. Granted, they've only, they only have been using these last couple weeks because Aaron Jones has been out, but... You're we're telling you're telling me that you can't trade a right. You you are telling we're me mad, we're mad that you them. yeah we're mad that we're, we're yeah we're mad because they use those spots those draft picks they're using them for a quarterback that we're not going to use right now and a running back that was that's a third string running back. You're telling me that that second round pick isn't worth going to get Will Fuller, who's a established number two and has been a number one receiver on teams in the past. Anyways, I need to. I need to calm down. Like I said, I'm not happy with the Packers. I want to know, what are we doing? As I established, it is going to be heartbreaking when in three, four years, the Packers decide to move on from Aaron Rodgers. He's no longer our quarterback, and he's going to go to another team and win a Super Bowl when we could have built the team around him to make it happen. And with, I don't know, from the Packer fans I have talked to, uh, present company excluded, and also my brother-in-law, a lot of it comes down to them thinking, well, it works for Aaron, because Aaron sat behind Brett, and he learned, and then eventually he became the next generation. I was like, "That's this is a completely different play set for him. Aaron played at, a, at one of the top colleges and should have went probably top five in the draft and fell to you. Yeah, yeah no, it, it's, a, it's a completely different scenario. This is a guy that shouldn't have been gone in the first round. And from a guy uh, who's also think- from around the Bakersfield area... I think he's still, uh, I think Jordan Love is still a first round draft pick, but I don't think you trade up to get him. I think a team does pick Hurst him up if the, the Packers don't grab him, but yeah, but 
Love was rated higher than Jalen Hurts. Would, Hurts is way better, especially with that. Now that every team um, wants to run that Lamar offense now. Yeah, it's true. Worked one time, so. So, Packers, you are this week's What Are We Doing? What are what are we doing? Are we doing the are we doing the Pirates of the Caribbean bit right now? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are, no, you, what are you doing? What are you doing? All right. Uh, power rankings. Oh, here we go. This is my favorite part of the episode. Mark is his favorite part of the episode. It is. Casey's power rankings, where I will power rank either a top five or top ten, depending on the category. It might be sports related. It might not be. All power rankings will be revisited on an as needed basis. Because the great thing about this is it's you running your mouth for like fifteen to twenty minutes, sounding like an idiot, as opposed to me doing it. So that's what I like better. I I definitely can do that if I need to. Uh, so this week uh, we're halfway through the NFL season, so I decided that it'd be a great time to. Just give a classic power ranking of the NFL teams at the halfway point. So we have a top five power ranking right. of the NFL teams as we currently stand. Jets. <laughs> Jets. Cowboys. Cowboys. Falcons. Uh, Falcons, Texans. Texans. No. Uh, obviously, those are would be at the bottom of the list. The Giants, I think, on there, do if we didn't mention them already. Uh, how do you want? You want me to go? You want me to go five to one on this one? I usually start with number one, as most power rankings do. If you're ever yeah. reading them, we'll build we'll it up. Go, we'll Let go people five think. to one this time. Number five, I got the Bills. The Bills, they passed the hurdle this weekend by beating the Patriots. Right now, I would say the Dolphins are the other team to beat in this division. Uh, but beating the Patriots for me proves that it's no longer the Patriots division, and I do believe that the road to the AFC Championship does go through Buffalo. And I know I got a Dolphins fan sitting across from me, so he's going to disagree with that a little bit. 100%. There's only one team to beat in this division. That's Miami. Yeah? And it's going to come down to between those two teams. Right now, I think that uh, the Bills are... The Bills beat a losing team! They've beaten other teams this year, though. They have a five and oh, yeah. five and two or five and three. Put a great game up against the Chiefs, well, and the Titans, well, they... and they barely beat the Jets, another losing team. Whereas Miami, might I remind you, as I remind you all the time, goose egged them. Yes, I know. Right now, I got the Bills at number five. We're calling um, Steelers for that number one defense. Number four, I got Tampa Bay. Uh, their defense was the unsung hero to start. The season, and then uh, more credit has been given them to them these last couple weeks. Not this week. They are a loaded team, and uh, this is a team that no team in the NFC is going to want to face in January. That's a, that's a tough football team. I'm fine. They have shown chinks in the armor against uh, Daniel Jones, who I wouldn't really put out there yeah. as like you know a guy that's going to come out and gunsling it and win it for you. They 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 have a. It, it's going to be an interesting rematch this week. They have the barely Saints. saved. Barely saved their uh, record by having a passing completion get picked up or a pass interference get picked up. So, yep. uh, number three, I got Seattle Seahawks. Russell Wilson is amazing, and right now they have, in my opinion, the most unstoppable offense in football. Uh, and they're doing they're doing work to try and fill the holes that they have on their defense, mm-hmm. and at least they are willing to acknowledge those holes and try and fix them. It must be nice. It must it, mu- it must be nice. Uh, so I got the Seahawks at number three. Yeah, I think Dunlap will make a pretty good impact. On I think that so team. too. I don't think he's gonna like revitalize his career and get you know fifteen yeah. sacks here, but no, 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 or fifteen sacks from that, like the rest a, of the year. But you you can't beat 
veteran defensive help is something that you you just can't. No. It's invaluable in the league. Like it is, it's so good. The when the Packers ha- were good on defense for a little while there, when Julius Peppers was there, it was so nice being like, okay, we got these young guys who are going to start the game. They're going to come out. They're going to be nice, fresh. Bringing a change of pace guy like Julius Peppers, he's going to get his job done no matter what. So, I think it's so that that those veteran guys definitely are. It's something I think to have around. Green Bay needs to emulate because oh yeah, with every year, Schneider and Carroll always try and. Be like, what are we going to do this year to put the best team that we can? Well, we're going to sacrifice draft capital from next year and be like, because you know what? We'll worry about 2021 and 2021. Right. Because if we get a chance to win a Super Bowl now, everybody in Seattle's happy. Right. Nirvana's played everywhere. Soundgarden's being blasted. Let's go. Yep. And so everybody's happy. Whereas Green Bay, I don't know why you're trying to think of what are you going to do four years down the road? Don't worry about four years down the road. Don't worry about four years down the road. Worry about now. You have Aaron Rodgers for four years. Mm-hmm. Try and win one more Super Bowl. Oh my God! And, and we, enough about the Packers. Yeah. Seahawks number three, number two. I got the Chiefs. And right now, as long as Patrick Mahomes is in the league, he's probably the best player in the league. If not, at least will always be in the top five. Well, I mean, two has only played one game, so well, we're gonna let it. We're gonna let it slide. Patrick Mahomes is pretty good. Um, and then number one, according to Dan Orlovsky, according to Dan Orlovsky, Orlovsky, there's only one quarterback. Only... He's the, the only quarterback above Joe Burrow when it yeah. comes to quote unquote young quarterbacks in the league. Uh, and number one, I got the Steelers. They're undefeated. They have a defense that can actually back up their quarterback if the quarterback isn't having the best game, and they are just loaded with depth at pretty much every single position. It seems like it's just plug and play for their wide receivers. Their offensive line is always good. They're run, they always seem to find a running back, which when you have a good offensive line, that's pretty easy to do. And they have a typical Steelers defense that can just, they, they take the ball away, they get sacks, they stop the run. They're just all around great. TJ Watt is awesome. Um, they lost Bush, who's a pretty big hole to fill. Minka Fitzpatrick is great in the secondary for No, him. totally worth the draft pick they gave up for. Oh him. yeah, I, no, I, I think that's an that's an amicable amicable that's a great trade. Move. I don't I don't Mink I think is that, happy. that good would benefit him. both sides. They the Dolphins were in a we need draft capital mode. Minka Fitzpatrick was Mink, ready to The was situation was valuable. Minka was mad because he started out we drafted him as a corner, moved yep. him to a free safety. Yep. Then next year we moved him to a strong safety. So now you have to learn a whole nother position. Right. He's like I just want solidarity. I just want one yep. place where I can figure out what I'm going to do for the rest yep. of my career. No, that, that was a, that's that was why I'm a glad. mutually beneficial trade that the... I blamed no sorry. Dolphins players for wanting nope. to get out last year, not wanting to buy in. I don't blame you on that. It was They looked like garbage. We were getting blown out. We had mm-hmm. Brian Flores coming. He was supposed to be a defensive mind, losing games by 40 points. So yep. not that I'm holding against Brian Flores. I still love you, B-Flow. He, he, he just needed... Friend of the show. He just needed, he just needed that... You know, every, every I feel like every head coach, unless unless you come in and don't win a single game and things are way worse than they were when you got in there, but he came in and inherited the Adam Gase mess, so I'm not going to blame yeah. him at all for last year. <laughs> yeah. No, not at all. Um, love yeah, Flores. Number one, Steelers. So that is my current NFL power rankings. Uh, these ones definitely will be revisited. I'm, I'm anticipating revisiting these ones. I'll even throw the schedule out there. I'm anticipating revisiting these ones probably around week 15, week 16. Um, For the most part, I agree. I, yeah. I have to give it, like, my heart says Chiefs over Steelers, but I can't yeah. argue the record. Record yeah. says it all. Because at the end of the day, wins are the, winning yeah. is the most important thing. Um, so you got to give it to I know them. You had issues with number five. Who would you put at number five right now? Who would I put at number Other five? Other five and two teams are Green Bay, New Orleans, 
Um, Nolo might be with Kwan there. Nolo might take it. I don't remember. I don't remember who else when I was looking at stats and stuff. But then today, but. I don't know. It's kind of weird. It's just hard to look at because yeah. it's been such an odd oh, year. Uh, Tennessee is in there too, but they haven't played. Off. They haven't. They they fell off the wagon a little hurt. bit here these last with the couple. Bengals that would hurt you a lot. Yep. Hmm. I gotta think. I guess I was I was very impressed when going back to the Bills at number five. I was very impressed with them beating the Patriots just because you don't expect Bill Belichick to lose that many games at this point in the season, and it always it's just, it's a it's a hurdle to pass. Like yeah, the, the Patriots it's, it's pretty obvious that the Patriots aren't the same team this year. They're stretched out for salary cap. They yeah. they picked up Cam, who has to learn a whole new system. Yep. Um. It just coming out, and he got uh, COVID, so that kind of mm-hmm. messed things up. Kind of got him out of the funk of it, and now you're just kind of just you got Ford. I think he'll help out, maybe win a couple more games. Yep. Knowing how Miami's doing, since we're actually getting a winning record now, odds are we're gonna lose to the Patriots the second time around here. I've seen it before, and it's gonna gut me. <laughs> but I'll still pick Miami to win that game. Yeah. So. Uh, power rankings. Revisited in week 16. Uh, make sure you do tune in next week because we are going to do our first revisit of power rankings and we'll go back to check out my MVP power rankings and see how things have changed there because there's definitely been some changes. Oh, yeah. So we'll go Thank back you. and visit those next week. Uh, I believe we are going to bring in Evan and get to our football picks for week number nine. All right, we now welcome on our boy, Evan, who's going to make his Thursday night football pick with us. Evan, unfortunately, last week you lost because the Falcons decided that they wanted to win a game. Yeah, I did. I did lose. Does does one does one count as a streak? Technically, uh, yeah. <laughs> tec- uh, yeah, you are on a one-game losing streak currently, Evan. How do you feel about that? I'm, you know, I, I've never really cared about winning or losing in a sport before, but now I'm kind of bummed. <laughs> That's right. You know, it's one of those things. Uh, if you go two and zero, people think it's a fluke. So it's good to get one and one right away. Get that loss sure. early in the season done. Finish out strong. It's all that matters. All right. All right. Okay. It's I'm better to lose in week two than it is to lose in week ten. Yeah, I think I'm starting to understand everyone's emotions. You know, over sports and watching the game. Yeah. It's nice having a stake in it, isn't it? Yeah. Right, right. Uh, so this week, Evan, um, the game hits a little bit closer to home. We actually got the Packers playing the 49ers Battle on the Thursday Bays. night. Packers versus Green Bay versus San Francisco Bay. <laughs> well, I mean, both of them are sitting in the Bay Area. So right. A Bay Area. A Bay Area. The Bay Areas. Yes. Uh, who do you got this week, Evan? Man. My blood tells me to go with the pack, but I also heard they lost their last game. So, Evan, you know that they know, lost their last game because you were here watching the game with me. <laughs> well, it was on. I don't know if I was watching it. <laughs> You're gonna go uh, I'm going to go 49ers. 49ers. All right. Just to rub it in a little bit. Sure. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> All right, Evan's got San Francisco. Uh, Evan, 
just as a heads yeah. up, we always have you pick the Thursday night game. There's a chance that this game doesn't get played Thursday night. Awesome. I don't know if that affects Sweet. your decision at all as well. Um, we got some positive COVID tests on both teams. You want to and their because it, are shut down. The whole game might get canceled. Do you just want to pick a whole other one for Evan? Why don't we pick? That two might be games. a better one, Evan. Why don't we pick two games this week? Here we go. Sure, I'll pick two. Yeah, I have more chance right. for me to win. <laughs> Marcus, what <laughs> game? Do, what other game do we want him to pick? Uh, what are you thinking? Uh, do you want to go with like a tank bowl here or what? Um. Yeah, let's go. Actually, you know what? He's picking the Packer game. Why don't we have him pick the Miami game as well? Ooh. Evan, who do you got between the Miami Dolphins and the Arizona Cardinals? I don't even. I don't think I've ever even heard of that. Arizona Cardinals, so I guess I'll go Dolphins. Yeah! <laughs> I literally didn't know that was a team. In the all right. Evan, this is why you've been my baby boy for all these years. I didn't uh, know. You know loyalty, and I appreciate that. Yeah. Marcus, who are you picking in the Thursday night game? Uh, if there is a Thursday night game, I'm still leery. I think they're going to cancel the game because the whole uh, scare with the Packer playing COVID positive and then a couple Niners players now put COVID positive. I'm thinking they might just try and move it around. Um, but I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Evan on this one. I'm gonna go with the Niners as well. Why not? Yeah. All right. you. I also actually have the Niners in this game too. You what <laughs> 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 oh the loyalty? Well, you know what? Are you so we're gonna go? Uh, is it right if I swap my pick? I'll go with the Packers then. All right. It worked. Yeah. It didn't work last time. It didn't work, like, last, it time. Didn't work last time. But it's going to work <laughs> this time. Someone's got to have All the right. other side. And then, Marcus, I'm going to just take a wild assumption and say you got Miami. I got Miami Dolphins. I got Miami Dolphins for the rest of the year. Tua is going to lead us to the promised land. All right. I also have Miami in that game. Nice. All right, Two Evan. Games. I got to win one of them. You got to win one of them. All right, Evan. Good luck this week, and we'll have you back on next week. Hopefully, we're talking to a 3-1 and one man. No, oh, I'm hopefully. Not. Thanks a lot, guys. Hoping two and two. Both wins. I'll win both games. Don't you worry. All right. That was Evan with his Thursday night pick. As you heard, myself and Marcus, we got San Francisco for myself. I'm picking against my Packers, and Marcus has got Green Bay, and hopefully they do play that game Thursday night. Um, also, the Miami-Arizona game. All three of us are going riding the Tua train. As and, you should. Uh, we'll see what happens there. Uh, moving on to into the Sunday games, uh, Denver versus Atlanta. Who you got, Marcus? Denver versus Atlanta. Um, I guess I got to stick with the Denver on this one. They they gave me faith last week, and they're going to come through me again this week. I also have Denver here. Uh, Seattle versus Buffalo. I got Seattle. Oh yeah, I'm going to take Seattle on that one. All right. You're not playing foggy brain cam on that one. No. Uh, Chicago versus Tennessee. I got Tennessee. Oh, Tennessee. Yeah, hands down. This one might be a bit where you have a lot of picks the same in this one. Yeah. Yep. It, it's, it, it was looking like that as I was going through these earlier today. I was like, yeah, we're going to have a lot of similar picks here. Uh, Baltimore versus Indianapolis. I got Indianapolis here. Oh, man. The Baltimore trade. The traders to Baltimore, the Colts, moving out to Indy mm-hmm. overnight. Um. I'm still gonna go with the Ravens. I think it's a bounce back game. They have one of the best record, or they have one of the better records in the league. So okay. I gotta stick with that. 
Um, Carolina versus Kansas City. <laughs> We're going KC on that one. I also have Kansas City. Teddy, you win this game. You get your nickname back. Ooh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put that note in here. If Teddy wins, gets his nickname back. Foles gonna have to do a bit more to try and get that nickname back. Yeah, uh, beating Kansas City would be a pretty good. Uh, that hurt you. Pretty good way to get your energy back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Detroit versus Minnesota. Where, where are they playing at? I actually don't have that in front of me. Here, let me look on here real quick. I believe they're playing at U.S. Bank Stadium. So I think, yeah, they're playing in Minnesota. Yep. And that one's going to be on CBS. Wow, that's weird. Yeah, it is weird. You think it'd be a Fox game? I have Minnesota here. You do? I do have Minnesota here. Oh, man. Knowing what I know about the Vikings is... They think to themselves, all right, we've got this. We can stabilize. We've beat the Packers. We've proved to them that we are a team worth prime time mm-hmm. caliber. And I think they're going to shit the bed against Detroit. Once a year, they always shit the bed against Detroit. I was going to say, they're, they're, they are good for a bad game against Detroit every single year. Just like the Packers are good for a bad game against a running football team in prime time <laughs> yeah. every year. So you got... Detroit. I'll going. take the Lions, the Leones. I think they failed me last time. They failed you for the last time? No, last time they played, they <laughs> failed me. But I, I still got a soft spot for the Leones. Yeah. Uh, the New York football giants against the Washington football team. This was, was that Evan's first win? Was those two playing each other? No. no, his first win was the Eagles and the New York Football Giants. It was. I remember that now. This is a toughie. This is a toughie. I'm going to go with Washington. I'm still going to go. I think the old Allen, I think, can prove it. I also going with the better record Washington on that one. here. Although Daniel Jones did prove to play pretty star-studded in that game. Mm-hmm. So... I'm just going with the better record on this one. Sorry, New York fans. No worries. Uh, Houston versus Jacksonville. This would have been a good tank bowl consideration. Oh, this yeah, this is this is a tank bowl game. Minshew's gone, so I gotta go with Texans on this one. All right, I'm also picking the Texans. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders against the Los Angeles Chargers. Is that a prime uh, game? I no, it is not. Hmm. I have the Las Vegas Raiders. I think I'm gonna go with the Raiders as well. I'm torn because the Chargers have been proving that they can play pretty well, mm-hmm. but then they just choke it away in the like in typical Chargers fashion, just choke right. it away in the fourth. Yep. All right, we got Pittsburgh versus Dallas. Oh, Pittsburgh hands yeah. down. With especially with Dallas starting, uh, who they don't even know who their starting quarterback is going to be yet. Probably Cooper Rush because uh, Jones loves him. Uh, and then the Sunday night game is New Orleans versus Tampa Bay. Ooh, the rematch, the Week One rematch. Yeah, I like this a one. lot. This is a good Sunday night game. This is yeah, I'm impressed. I'm impressed the uh, Steelers versus Cowboys didn't get it, so they yeah. can brag about all the '70s history between these two. Oh my god, yeah. 
That would have, um, would have been vomiting. No, I th- oh my god, I think that's the Fox game, and we're gonna be able to listen to Troy Aikman talk about that a million talk about times. That a million times. He's gonna talk about Staubach versus Terry Bradshaw, and they're gonna bring up how everyone was like, "Oh, you think it was funny how everyone thought Terry Bradshaw was a moron, but actually he's real smart football wise." Like, oh, that's cool. It's great to hear this for the last fucking right. twenty years. Every time these two, yeah, we definitely each other. didn't realize that one being is he's a Hall of Fame quarterback and yeah. won a lot of Super Bowls. Yeah, we think he's an idiot. And the other one's a Hall of Fame quarterback that won a lot of games. Yeah. Um, I have Tampa Bay here. I think Tampa Bay, I think they split the their season series with New Orleans winning that first game and then Tampa Bay. Do out. New Orleans, do they get Kawan in this game? Uh, they He won't play this game, no. He'll have to go through COVID protocol stuff probably, oh. I would think. I'll go with the Saints. They're hot right now. All right. I like where they're at. And then the Monday night game is the New England Patriots against the New York football Jets. Tank bowl, arguably a tank bowl. This this one actually this one probably could have. How does that feel, tank bowl. Bill? Two tank bowl games. This How does week, that feel, actually. Billy Cheeks? Billy Butt Cheeks. <laughs> that you're two and five. How does it feel now with the Dolphins fan looking at that? We're talking about going <laughs> to the playoffs. We're looking great, and you're looking at a top ten. How's that feel being two and five? How's in that feel, November? Bill? How's that feel with all your Super Bowl rings? <laughs> Uh, um, I, I pick New England in this yeah, one. New England, hands down. Cam's gonna have a. Terrible. I think Cam's gonna have a bounce back game in this one. I think he's gonna crush the Jets and their weak ass secondary. I think the Jets ass. go zero and sixteen this year. Would you argue? So if the Jets do go zero and sixteen, would you argue worst zero and sixteen of all time? Worse than the Browns and the Lions. Definitely worse and Tampa than the. Bay. Definitely worse that than Tampa, the. Well, they were zero and fifteen. I think. Yeah, they won their last game of the season. Um, no, I would, that Tampa Bay, their inaugural season. Oh. The, one where the first right. ever team to go winless. Oh, sure. Um, I would say they're definitely worse than that Browns team because that Browns team actually came close to beating the Packers that year um, and came close to winning a couple of But that Lions games. team. That Lions team was pretty bad. Bad, but it's because they, but also, they also had got like, a lot of injuries. Yeah. I don't right. think the Jets, the Jets don't get to use those excuses. I think they are. If they go 0-16, they're the worst at 1-16 team that I've seen. And I've right. seen, well, they'll be the third ones that I've seen in my football watching career. As a, as we old Dolphins fans like to say, you know what Jets stand for? Just end the season. Yeah, sounds about right. All right, that's our football picks for the week, and I believe that is our show for the week as well. Uh, any final words, Marcus? Uh. No, we didn't have a discussion topic for this one. We were oh, too we busy some, we being angry. Rants instead. We we went on some angry white people rants about sports. The great debate will return next week. The great debate will return next week. We'll have a good one here. All right. Thanks, everyone.